hoping to get Toronto's police chief on for a few days now because he is a big newsmaker, not just on the budget side, dealing with the city of Toronto, trying to get money out of City Hall so that his officers can do the job, so that he can do the job of making sure that the city of Toronto is safe in a budget uh, that's likely going to come in less than what he had asked, but also because there's a lot of pressure that uh, our police have been under um, to deal with these nonstop pro-Hamas protests. And when you actually count them up, there have been 308 since October 7th just in the city of Toronto. And, of course, people asking, when does this end? What is going to stop? And, you know, when are we going to see some change? The Chief of Toronto Police, Myram Duntu, is joining me now. Good to have you, Chief. Thank you so much. Great to be here. Good morning. Let me ask you this. Do you have any regrets for not moving in and having officers moving faster in uh, trying to kind of stave off and, and, and send a message that you can't protest in malls or in bookstores and or on bridges? If you could kind of go back in time, I know there's been a very large police presence in Jewish areas, but should there have been a, a, a better approach in the beginning? A different approach? Well, well, listen, I think uh, what I'll say to that is since October 7th, we've taken a whole of service approach where we have deployed uh, our resources to be responsive to what we knew uh, and continue to learn uh, our community concerns across our city, uh, uh, including our Jewish community and our Muslim communities. Um, so we've, we've been taking a, really a whole of service approach just for a little bit of context. Uh, we visit over 216 locations on a regular basis to ensure people uh, feel safe and are safe, given the complexities of what's going on. And that's across our city, where we spend thousands and thousands of hours, and our members have been doing an excellent job uh, being responsive. And, uh, you know, the issue of uh, freedom of assembly and uh, freedom of expression, uh, these are charter-protected rights. And, and then we always work towards striking the right balance or try to strike the right balance that we're uh, respecting people's charter protected rights uh, while ensuring things are safe. Um, and I think we are continuing to evaluate and adjust our response given the dynamics that are unfolding um, daily and weekly. And uh, you're seeing that evolution of our response as we continue to uh, respond to the different dynamics as they shift and change around us and being responsive to the community's uh, concerns that have been expressed and continue to be expressed um, uh, day, day to day and week to week. Yeah, I mean, I think people question, you know, the charter right of going to a mall and yelling at Santa or, you know, threatening to put someone six feet under. I mean, that's just not something anybody would get away with, and yet we've seen it and, and time and again. I do want to ask you, though, I know that you met with the Prime Minister. He was in town uh, earlier this week, you had a conversation with him. Uh, do you feel supported uh, by the political leadership? And, and, and have you spoken with Mayor Olivia Chow? Are you getting support from the mayor on this? So, uh, you know, I'm engaging with leadership from different places, uh, not just political. So certainly political leadership uh, I've engaged with. Um, I certainly feel that uh, I've been heard. I believe our political leaders I've engaged with have heard the communities that we are all collectively serving in trying to do our best to be responsive to. Uh, so I definitely uh, uh, feel that my message is getting across to political leaders and the political leaders are actually hearing the community's message. But I do want to just take an opportunity. You talked about uh, arrests or no arrests. I, I do want to clarify a point because I think it's important for listeners to know that while the offenses uh, happen in different times, we continue to investigate and we do make arrests oftentimes well after uh, 
something happens when it's safe to do so, when we gathered enough evidence, when we made the proper collection of evidence happen. Uh, so, you know, I think it's important for listeners to know that although events may transpire um, uh, one day, we take steps to affect our purpose safely and we continue to investigate and we'll make arrests as appropriate uh, later after uh, different events have happened. I just want to get back to, to the mayor um, of this city because we barely heard from her. I mean, she herself had an event last week where it was disrupted, canceled, and uh, we had very kind of um, you know aggressive protesters at that. Do you get the sense that she takes this seriously, understands it, and is supportive of, of, of actions? Have you been told to pull back? Does the prime minister get it? Because i got to be honest, their leadership has been really vacant, and, and there's lots of blame to go around at the political level, but I think a lot of people feel that there's been very little leadership coming from uh, you know, these leadership positions. Well, listen, I want to make the first comment is that uh, police operations are the responsibility of the chief of police. Of course. Political political entities. Well, you you said that we we get told to pull back. No, I said I ask. But but again, you meet with the prime minister and, and, you know, it's hard to imagine that nothing's being said behind the scenes because they are separate. But. Well, they are talking to you. I want to be clear. Yeah. The chief of police controls operations and is responsible for operations. The political leaders don't do that, and they're not doing that. Um, so, I, you know, as it relates to the engagement of political leaders, you know, I think that's a question best posed to them. Um, and as chief of police, what I can tell you is I've met with leaders. I've certainly felt heard. And uh, uh, in the community's message is getting across. Are the um, dollars behind any of these, are, are, are there in investigations going on quietly behind the scenes to follow the dollar to see who is funding any of this activity? I don't think it'd be appropriate for me to comment on open or, or other types of investigations at this stage. Uh, I just say that uh, we will be pursuing every available opportunity as the criminal code provides. Uh, to be able to affect our purpose of ensuring the safety of our communities. I got very little time, but I got to fit this in. Of course, uh, budget time. We're into the proposals. Uh, we don't have enough police officers in the city of Toronto. They've got a very hard job to do with a lot of violent crime, a lot of different kind of scenarios playing out. The ask for police, you know, um, is is not big, but you're going to get less than than you need. Is and are the Toronto police being put into jeopardy or police operations put into jeopardy if you don't get exactly what you asked for? Well, I've been pretty clear on that. On the day of the budget, I presented the budget to our police service board for consideration on December 19th. I made it clear that any further reductions uh, would be an unacceptable risk. Uh, our police board approved budget is now uh, um, at city uh, with a reduction, and I'll say again, that any reductions is going to create an unacceptable risk. Our members are doing incredible work under very trying, difficult circumstances. They need to be supported, and uh, this city needs the resources required to help ensure community safety and well-being across our city. So do you believe that you will get the funding asked for? I will continue to do everything in my power to uh, ensure that uh, um, uh, my voice is heard and the voice of the board that has approved this budget is heard in the considerations of my city. All right. The agreement was to get you out by 1042 because I know you've got a meeting to get to. So I do very much appreciate you taking time to join us. Thank you. Thank you. appreciate being here. There is a Toronto Police Chief Myram Demkew. You know, you want to get the straight goods from these positions. They will say certain things. They will not say other things. And one of the things I really wanted to kind of drive into and drill into is, is the Toronto um, Chief of Police, are they getting support? We know that politicians are not supposed to get involved in these 
you know, entities run separately, but do they get it, right? Do they get it? Do they get, and does the police chief, is he getting the support that he needs from the politicians? You know, there are conversations that take place. Bit ambiguous on that.